Okay, hi guys. This is Katie Driscoll, and welcome to tonight's call on how I managed to build and run a successful Beachbody business while working full-time an hour away from home. I take care of three busy kids, and I still make my marriage a priority as well. First, I would like to thank you guys all for taking time out of your busy life to get on with me tonight. My hope is that both new and old coaches will be able to take away a few tips from me tonight. Let me start by first telling you my story for any of you who don't know me or don't know the whole thing. I'm 34. I'm married to my husband, Kevin, who is also my high school sweetheart. We have three kids, Kaylee's 10, KJ's 8, and Keegan's 5. I've always worked outside the home, and like most people, at least I think so, just thought that this was how life was supposed to be. You get married, you have kids, you work until you retire, and you juggle everything else that you want in between. I'll be honest, saddled with my my weight. As a kid, a teenager, and a little into my 20s, I was the girl who could eat anything I wanted. I would eat a full bag of Doritos, cheese fries, ice cream, or an entire pizza, you name it. I didn't always eat bad because I don't discriminate. Healthy food, fast food, I love it all. But I've always eaten with abundance. So even the healthy stuff, I ate way too much of. My weight never really fluctuated, but I know now, looking back, that it was because I was a walking anxiety attack. In my early 20s, I was diagnosed with anxiety disease. I started having severe panic attacks. Um, I basically thought they were heart attacks because it was that feeling that you get when you're driving in your car and someone pulls out in front of you and your heart starts racing, your palms get sweaty. I felt like that 24 hours a day. So all I wanted was to feel normal, and because it wasn't getting any better, I started to become depressed. All those things that I once loved, I couldn't do or I didn't really like doing them anymore. Food made me nauseous. I worked downtown at the time, and suddenly I was afraid to even ride the train by myself. I used to love to sleep, and then I couldn't fall asleep, and even when I finally did, I was up an hour later staring at the ceiling. Needless to say, that caused me to lose a lot of weight. My mom also has anxiety disease, and she took me to her doctor who had helped her, and he basically explained everything to me and said that with diet, exercise, and a low dose of a serotonin booster, I would be able to get back to my old self. It took probably two weeks for the medicine to finally start working because it's something that takes a while to get into your system. It's not like Tylenol or Advil where it just gets in and does its job within 30 minutes. So I started to feel like the old me again, and with that came back my appetite not only for life but for food. So my weight didn't stay the same this time. Since I was no longer walking around with a racing heart and crazy high metabolism, Um, And couple this with the first year of marriage and what I call the fat and happy phase because we would go out to dinner, we would drink too much, we ate ice cream, and you name it. And after the first few years of my marriage, I gained about 40 pounds. And then add one unhealthy pregnancy with toxemia and high blood pressure and then two pretty normal pregnancies, I gained more weight, obviously. After each pregnancy, I was able to lose the baby weight, but I never really lost that initial 40 pounds. So I was tired, unhealthy, and I was overweight, and I was a 20-something mom who avoided the camera. I'll never forget that one day when I saw a picture of me at my son's first birthday party, and I thought, that's it, enough's enough. I started doing the South Beach diet because the doctor had recommended it to me after I had high blood pressure with Kaylee, and I also started running. After about three months, I had lost about 15 pounds, and I had ran my first 10K. I was really excited. And I remember a girl at work said she had started something called P90X. And she's like, it's awesome. You know, there's this this workout in there that 
you know, it's called Plyo. It really helps with my running and my lungs. And I said, oh, okay, well, I'll give it a try. And, of course, you know, like we're not supposed to talk about I was given a burned copy. So I tried it out, and I will never, ever forget day two, plyometrics. I thought I was going to die, and I said, I said as much on Facebook. And for a friend from high school who is actually one of my cousin's best friends, Hale Weiss, also my upline coach's husband, um, Lindsay's husband, he sent me a Facebook message. And he was like, hey, my wife's a Beachbody coach. You should totally talk to her. She'll friend request you. Of course, I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't really plan to talk to her. I didn't need a coach, or so I thought. And I really didn't want someone trying to sell me something. So Lindsay sent me a friend, friend request. And without giving her a chance to say much, I told her just that. Of course, she was like, cool, I have a free motivational group if you're interested. And, you know, she told me all about how it kind of helps people stay accountable and we share recipes. And, you know, it's just something where you can go and post about your fitness journey and not really worry about everyone on your newsfeed judging you. So, of course, I agreed, assuming that this would make her leave me alone. (laughs) And it was there that I started watching. I didn't post. I didn't comment. I didn't like anything. I just watched. And Lindsay, in her ever grace, is a constant poster. And she was constantly posting about her daily breakfast that tasted like brownie batter and these pictures of, you know, this delicious chocolate shake that got rid of her cravings. And she posted videos of making candy with this Shakeology stuff. And she said something one day that actually really hit me. And she said, you know, this is like my magic potion. I drink it every day. It gives me the energy to get through my workouts and get through a busy day. And I, I was exhausted. I was a busy mom of three. I work full time. I work an hour away from the home. So I'm gone a lot more than 40 hours a week. And I was like, I need that because there's days I get home and I don't want to work out. So of course I asked her if she could send me a a sample And she did, and I was hooked. Um, I was so hooked that I actually became her best damn customer ever, and she will tell you that. I bought not one, but two bags of Shakeology at full price as a customer for almost 18 months. Because A, I wasn't and couldn't be a coach, because in my mind that was just crazy. And B, I had my husband hooked on it as well, because it totally helped him with his IBS. And I don't share well, and I'm sure you can all relate. We don't share our Shakeology. And so, of course, I'm like, nope, you need your own bag. And then I remember I saw a post that Lindsay did about, and actually I think the more people I started, you know, being friends with and in that circle, I saw a couple people post about how Shakeology, the price was going up unless, unless you were a coach and you were locked in or whatever it was. And it was then that I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to sign up. I didn't even ask her or, you know, say anything. I literally just signed up to become a coach. And then I messaged her and I was like, hey, I just signed up to be a coach. And she was like, really? Um, And, of course, you know, I had to make sure that she knew I was only doing it to be a discount coach. And um, she said, you know, that's cool. If you want, I I can definitely show you how to at least pay for your own Shakeology. All you have to do is help three other people and um, you'll get yours paid for. And she's like, you know, you're buying two bags a month, so that would really help. And, of course, I I said, okay, tell me. And so she, you know, she sent me the welcome email. She sent me some information. She added me to the team page, just like you're supposed to do with a discount coach. And, um, you know, I basically just did exactly what she said, and I helped three people. And then 
I signed my husband on one leg and I signed my mom on the other because I had her hooked as well. And I was, boom, emerald in two weeks. And then Lindsay sent me some test and she was like, just answer these questions. And, you know, she she never gave up on me. It, it was one of those things where I would keep telling her, like, I'm, all, I'm just going to be a customer and waste my money for 18 months. And I'm just going to be a discount cut coach and um but you know she would still check in on me and send me information and one time she was like just take this test for me and so I did and I answered these questions and it was all about ruby and pearl and all this other stuff and um and she was like I have a feeling that you're a ruby Um, you know of course curiosity got to me and so I took this quiz and of course I'm I'm ruby and sapphire and she was like I knew it you you like you know you like the action and the challenge and the contest and She's like, you know, you know Ashton? And, of course, who doesn't know Ashton? I mean, that girl's got more pictures on Pinterest and the Internet than anyone I know. And because I was following Lindsay, I had seen all of her transformations and the constant pictures. And, you know, I thought Ashton was a total rock star. And she said, you know, Ashton and I got to Diamond in, I think she said, 60 days. Can you do it as fast as us? And, of course, you know, I love a challenge because I'm a ruby. So I said, I want to be that fast too. And I think this was mid-April. And then um, I started, you know, adding coaches. I started helping people. I started running challenge groups. And in July or late June, Lindsay said, you're going to be on my cup team in July. And I said, okay. And in July, I achieved diamond. So it took me about 90 days. And I earned 17 success club points because Lindsay offered up this, this contest. She could take one person as a guest to the leadership retreat in Laguna Beach. And she was giving it to anyone who rank advanced and earned the most success club points in July. And so I was like, contest, sign me up, beach, yes. And so I ended up also going to Laguna with Lindsay in um, either September or October that year. And it was awesome. And you would think that this is just the start of an amazing story, and it is, but I will tell you, um, learn from me because I became so wrapped up in the idea that I had made it. I was a diamond coach and now I needed to lead my team. And because of that, I stopped recruiting. I got out of phase one and I started teaching my team. I started, you know, hosting my own calls when, let's be honest, I think I had a total of, I think I was like a baby diamond. I had eight coaches, personally sponsored coaches, and then each, you know, two, one on my left and one on my right both had two each, obviously, to be emerald, and some of them were discounts. So, I mean, what kind of team was I really leading? I had to be there for my people, but I should have been utilizing my upline. So, I lost my diamond, which caused me to retreat into a crazy funk. Um, I had a few discount coaches that decided to postpone or cancel their Shakeology shipments around the holidays, which is when I lost rank. And um, I just kind of, I retreated and which is weird because being a Ruby, you would think it would push me and I would just want to keep up with everyone, but I just felt defeated like a failure. So it was um, March or April, April, my father-in-law passed away and I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do this. I have to get back in this. And and I wasn't, I didn't quit, but I wasn't really trying. I wasn't really doing anything. I was barely skating by. Um, and so, because that's never an option. I'm never quitting. But I just, I wasn't working my business. And so it was about April. I decided that's it. I'm done. 
I'm going to get my diamond back, and I'm just going to go all in. And so I did. I got my diamond back, and now since um, – I don't remember when I got it back. It was either June or July. So one year later, I got it and lost it and got it back again. Um, and ever since then, I've just been building and trying to stay in phase one as much as possible. And I have a few coaches, actually, who are more than halfway to diamond. I have one coach who is two coaches away from being diamond. Um you know, I, I can taste it. But again, while I want to help them and I do help them and I do do team calls, really, really, really focus on staying in phase one. Um, so I will be honest that while I originally looked at that failure as the ultimate defeat at first, I have now learned with personal development and a lot of national wake-up calls and hearing from other leaders that it's failing forward. And it was an essential learning experience for me and my business to not let it happen again and become stronger in the end. So um, it was then that I realized I had to figure out a way to manage not only achieving success club by helping at least three people per month change their lives. I had to keep my current and previous challengers because some of my challenges, you know, are 30 or 60 days and you keep those clients forever. Um, I had to keep them engaged and accountable day in and day out. How am I going to do all of that while also helping my team stay engaged, motivated, and growing? And then while doing all of that, I have to stay focused in phase one recruiting. And recruiting brings a whole new dynamic where you have to get your new coaches started right. So you have to devote a little more time to them, at least for the first 30 days. And I have to do all of that while balancing a full-time career. I have to make sure that, you know, my husband is a priority for me because my marriage is important to me. You can't let that fall to the wayside. And my why are my three kids. I want to be a present mom. So I have to make sure that I'm there. And they're they're busy kids. I have a 10, 8, and 5-year-old. Kaylee is a competitive cheerleader. KJ is in soccer and now wants to start competitive soccer. So we're talking two travels. Um, and then my youngest just started baseball this year. So I have three kids who are all in different sports, usually at the same time. And my husband works um, 12-hour shifts, and it's a rotating shift. So sometimes he's on days and sometimes he's on nights. So on those nights, it's all me all the time. So don't get me wrong. Um, I'm going to tell you ton, a 10 of my top tips on how I manage doing all of this but I want you to know this is a constant work in progress. I call it the evolution of my growing business and based on the needs of me, my family, and my business, you know, things come up, you know that. You're going to have coaches that need a little extra push. You're going to have a challenger that needs you there. You're going to have, you know, slow months. So that's when I have to go in and I tweak and I change things. It's, you know, it's kind of an evolution. It's it's never going to be just one schedule. So my first tip is, um, and these, you're going to notice that these kind of follow the three vital behaviors, and then I give you more, more tips on that too. But um, one is to schedule your workout when it will definitely happen, but also so that it works with your schedule. So you may hear a lot of coaches, I know Melanie Mitro is big on getting up at 5 or 5.30. There are some people who get up and they get it done and out of the way. I think even Shalene Thompson says, do it in the morning and then you're done and nothing can get in the way. But me, I'm a night owl, um, and so I do my workout at night. I get home from work, and that's usually the first thing I do, or it's the last thing I do once my kids go to sleep, and I feel like that gives me the energy and the motivation to stay up and work on my business. I 
work on my business a little bit um, during the day as time allows for my job and during the lunch hour, but primarily I work at night once my kids go to sleep. So my workouts fuel me. It gives me that, that feeling of I can change the world. You know, it's that, it's that serotonin boost in my brain that I need, and it, it just it gives me the energy, but not only the energy, it makes me feel very powerful, and it, it kind of helps me just think of really cool ideas and everything else. Um, number two is personal development on the go. So I will be honest and tell you that personal development is something that I avoided for a long time because I thought it was corny and cheesy, and I had a boss that I didn't like in my very first job who um, I will never forget. He was reading How to Win Friends and Influence People, and he wanted us all to read it, and we had to, like, do a book report, and I kept thinking, I'm not in school anymore. This is a job. And I think once personal development was presented to me again, for this business, it just made me think of him. But now, um, now I can tell you that I know when I need to increase it. I know when I haven't been listening enough because I can literally link the success and failures of my business and my mood to the amount of personal development that I've been doing. So I know people have said, like, what do you think is different? Um, you know, I've had Lindsay ask me, and I've had some one-on-ones um, for with some people from corporate who have said like, okay, well, this month was really great, but this month wasn't so great. What do you think the difference was? Or, you know, your inviting was down. Why do you think that is? Or when I start getting those negative thoughts, I can definitely tell you those are months where since I listen to my personal development in the car, those are the times when maybe I got on more phone calls with coaches or maybe I even indulged and I was listening to my favorite morning show. Um, And I have to tell myself like, no, think about what's important to you. So personal development on the go. Um, I used to think I had to sit and read a book. I had to read a chapter or 10 pages. Um, I'm learning now, no, you just need to make it work for you. So now I make the most of my time by taking mindless activities, and I fill my mind during those times with personal development. Again, this has to work for your schedule. And me, I work an hour from home. So one hour to work and one hour home. I listen I use Audible. It's an app for iPhone and Android, and I think I pay $13.99 a month. Um, but the cool thing is is every two or three months, I get free credits. So I'll log on to Amazon, and it's like, you have four Audible credits. So a lot of times, I don't even pay for my books. Um, I also have the podcast app. And on there, I listen to the Team Beachbody podcast. So you can listen to all the national wake-up calls are on there, all the way back to the very first one. So sometimes I'll listen to those. Shalene Johnson has a great podcast called Build Your Tribe. I listen to Amy Porterfield. That's a podcast. Um, She's more about, like, social media and marketing, but she does have some business tips in there. And then YouTube, obviously, I mean, there's free personal development on there. There's other team calls and um, some of, you know, a lot of Beachbody coaches just post on there. They'll post, you know, they'll post learnings or something that they've learned or what they do or top 10 tips and I'll listen to that stuff. And obviously national wake-up calls are a must and if I can't listen to them live at my desk, I listen to those on the way home or in the morning the next day. I listen while I grocery shop. Um, there's definitely something to be said about picking out your produce while listening to You Are a Badass. I will never forget, I was that was the first time I was reading that book and I was grocery shopping and I was sure that the lady in the deli counter could hear what was in my ears and I turned it down. I was like, ah. um, 
we travel for my daughter's cheerleading competitions, so I listen on long drives. I listen while I'm meal prepping. And, um, you know, some coaches suggest that, you know, they listen while they work out, but I actually need loud, fun music. It keeps me pumped up, so I, I can't listen to personal development when I work out. But if that's something that will work for you or maybe while you're running or anything like that, definitely try that. Um, number three, never miss a lunch hour. Most companies require, because of state law, I'm in HR, so I know that you take a lunch break, or maybe you are a person who takes 15 or 30-minute breaks, however it works for your schedule. Do not work for your company during that time. I'm going to repeat that. Do not work for your company during that time. Work for you. Skip the lunches out where you probably only be making bad food choices, spending unnecessary money, and probably just engaging in gossip. Spend the time working on your business. I use this time to do my first power hour of the day, and my power hour is broken up as follows. I do 20 minutes sending invites, and that actually goes into two categories. You should be doing two to five business opportunities per week, um, so presenting the business two to five times per week. I do two to three challenge invites per day, um, so that's in that 20 minutes of sending invites, I'm sending, you know, either the business opportunity, I'm presenting it to someone, or, you know, inviting them to the business, or I'm doing the two to three challenges per day. Now, obviously, if you want to build your business faster, you just increase these numbers. We all know that this is a numbers game. The more no's are going to get you the more yeses, and you have to gauge that. So you have to see how many people do I have to talk to to get five yeses, how many people to get 10, and then you use that to kind of figure out what you need to be doing daily to get where you want to get and in the time that is, you know, applicable to you. If you want to build your business really fast in six months, if you want to do a year, two years, whatever you want, you have to figure that out the numbers way. Um, and then the next 20 minutes I spend following up. So that's answering questions and responding to people who I have, you know, sent invites to and maybe they've gone back and forth with me a little bit asking, oh, well, yeah, I have seen your posts. What is it? What does it entail? Those are when I'm following up with them. And then this is also time if I have clients that are asking me questions like, hey, I just don't understand this in the book or, you know, um, you know, I worked out and I hurt this or, you know, whatever. If I have clients that are reaching out, I respond to them at that time too. And then the last 20 minutes I spend finding new people and reconnecting with old friends. So this is adding new people either through prospecting on pages or groups that you're in. Um, I add friends of friends that I have common, you know, common friends and maybe we went to high school together or maybe they went to, you know, maybe their kid is in the same sport or their kid goes to my kid's school or I utilize people you may know a lot, you know, that how you get that thing on Facebook that's like, you may know this person. Um, and before Beachbody, I used to say no Facebook. If I wanted to be friends with them, I would have already friended them. But now I'm like, yes, I would love to be friends with that person. Um, and then the second part is of that 20 minutes, I spend reconnecting with old friends. This is where the forming comes through if these are new people. But if you're reconnecting with old friends, go through your contact list, reach out to people, and start a conversation with them that has absolutely nothing to do with Beachbody. And I'm going to say that again, nothing to do with Beachbody. This business is about building relationships. So reach out to your old friends, be genuinely interested in them, wait to hear how you can help them 
through either the business physically or financially. So what I mean by that is if you're talking to someone and you're going back and forth, you're like, hey, haven't talked to you in forever. How are you? What's new? You wait. You let them talk to you. Maybe they mention how they're working and they're not crazy about their job. Boom. You have a solution. Maybe they're like, oh, you know, um, my husband's sick. He's been dealing with high blood pressure or, you know, he's overweight. We're really working on this. We've got to get in shape, blah, blah, blah. Boom. Solution. That's when you bring it up. Until then, you don't. Um, number four, utilize your downtime. So I spend a lot of time sitting at baseball, soccer, and cheer practices. Now, these are not games or competitions where, obviously, I want to be present and watch my child perform and do something that they love. But practice is when they are supposed to be paying attention to the coach, so I shouldn't be a a distraction anyways. I use these times to work my business on my phone. I answer questions. I respond to people. I have, um, I've been known to sit in my car at the cheer gym and have getting started right calls with coaches. I will get on calls with clients to help them sign up, answer questions, or better yet, use this opportunity to strike up a conversation with people around you, build relationships. You know, you obviously are, and this, this, if you don't have kids and you're not at practices, you could be at Target, you could be at the grocery store, you could be at church, you could be at the vet. Talk to people. Smile at them. You know, you obviously, if you are at the same place, you have a common interest. Start talking to each other. You never know. You, I mean, it's a very small world. You could know a similar person, and you could end up, oh, yeah, I know that person. Oh, you know what? Are you on Facebook? Yeah, sure, I'll friend you. Okay, awesome. Boom, done. Um, and number five is I sacrifice. Nothing worth having comes easy. I personally give up TV and sleep. Um, You guys have to choose what you give up. If it's, you know, playing games, maybe you're on a a recreational league or um, you go out to dinner with friends a lot. Um, I personally give up TV and sleep. At night, my kids go to sleep, and then I spend another hour or two doing power hours. I use those extra um, those extra times once they go to sleep to set up posts, or I plan out, like, um, I kind of try to plan what my week's going to look like. Obviously, some things come up on the fly, and I post about it, or if I've posted too much, I'll just kind of save it. I have an album on my phone where I save pictures that I've seen on Facebook or Pinterest or someone sent me, or if it's a cool recipe I tried or I took a picture of my food or whatever. I'll save it in that album and I'll kind of, I keep a a running thing on an Excel sheet. Just like you plan your meals, I plan my week with my posts and I throw it in there. Um, I also do my team calls here. I only do team calls. I, they used to be every week and now I just do them bi-weekly. I learned that I, I learned that I need to focus on recruiting. Um, I've recently heard that until my team is 30 plus personally sponsored, I should be taking advantage of my uplines calls. And Lindsay does some really great calls. We have top leaders join. So I have my coaches plug into that. And, um, if they need me, they know where to find me. And a big, big, big thing I will tell you that I'm learning is you have to give your time to those that are running with you. So if they're hitting success club, if they are, you know, reaching out to you about the conversations that they've been having and asking questions about that and, you know, they're bringing in volume and they're really working the business, then yes, give them your time. But if it's someone who's not doing anything and they're asking you questions like, can you help me do this? And they've been in the business for two years. No, you need to kind of turn that off. They will find it themselves. Um, let's see. Number six is focus. Turn on your blinders. I will tell you this is the hardest thing for me to do. I used to and 
still am a little bit, so guilty of spending a lot of time looking at the shiny objects that are in the Beachbody world. Instagram, blogs, other things that top coaches do, and frankly, I, I just I can't look at them anymore. I have to focus on the most important things, and you, a lot of you may be in the same boat. I work full-time outside of Beachbody, and because of that, I need to focus on what's the most important, and that's inviting Obviously, your three vital behaviors because you can't invite people to something that you're not showing them you believe in. So you have to be a product of product, and you need to make sure you're listening to personal development to keep you positive. But inviting and building relationships are what you need to focus on. Those other things are really nice to have, but they're not necessary. So wait until you have the time to devote to them later. This is a simple business. I had a friend tell me this the other day because I just said, you know, did you ever doubt yourself? And she said all the time. And, you know, we were just kind of chatting. And she said, this is a simple business, Katie. It's not easy because you do have to work, but it's simple. Simple actions repeated over and over. And that leads me to my next tip, which is number seven, and it's consistency. You have to be consistent in this business, which will build trust and keep you current and top of mind with your followers followers and your potential clients. Um, this will build that momentum for you. And I have learned from my slump in the past that not working your business one day doesn't just stop. It doesn't it doesn't put your business on hold for that day. It actually moves your business backwards a few days. So if nothing else, always do at least the one power hour and don't miss it miss a day of posting. Because if you miss a day of posting, people forget about you, your affinity goes down. The next time you post something they're like, Yeah, right, you probably didn't even work out yesterday. I mean, this is how people think because they are out there waiting for us to fail. So show up every single day. Number eight is priority, and I will tell you this was huge for me. You have to make your business a priority, and you have – this is what I do. Um, think of the most important thing in your life right now. If something came up and you had to do something for that person, place, or thing that you're thinking of right now, you would drop everything to fit it in. That's how you have to treat your business. So let me give you an example. Um, for me, it's my kids. And if I had a busy week – um, me and my husband say this all the time, like there are some weeks we look at each other and we're like, there's literally not enough hours in this week and we can't fit one more thing in. You know, we have two baseball games, two soccer games. Maybe there's a cheerleading competition on the weekend. We have my middle guy making his communion and we have to find a suit for him one day this week. Um, take that week and think I can't fit one single thing more into it, but if something came up for one of my kids, be it a cheer competition, a baseball game, soccer game, field trip, um, a choir, you know, recital, guess what I would do? I would find a way to fit it in. So I have to tell myself all the time, if you would find a way to fit it in for the kids, you need to find a way to fit it in for your business. You have to treat your business like it's one of your kids, Katie. Literally, I say this to myself. I talk to myself. Um, and then number nine is tied in very closely with that. Don't let your why become an excuse. Um, I am notorious for the still and be before. Oh, but my kids are my why. And if I'm doing this business to get home to them, I can't sacrifice my time from my kids in order to work on this business. And then I heard a call and I recently watched a video that was shared in the It Starts With Diamond group and it totally hit me. Um, it was one of the top coaches saying that he used to work midnight and he would go 24 hours without sleep get up and still go to a super Saturday because 
that reason that he was going to go home and sleep and miss the Super Saturday was the same reason he was doing Beachbody, to not have to work all night midnights. So um, I can't let my kids become my excuse either. Am I going to take away from their life? Absolutely not. But if there's something that comes up like a Super Saturday or, um, you know, a teen call and maybe I take an hour away from them, I have to remember that I'm doing this for them. And success takes sacrifice. Um, I'm going to do this now and take that one hour away so that I can have hours upon hours. And I don't have to say, oh, sorry, KJ, I can't go to your field trip this month because I'm going to Katie, Kaylee's and I, mommy only has so much vacation time. You know, I'm doing this for that freedom for them later. So that one hour is worth it. Um, and then number 10 which is last but not least, and this really doesn't have anything to do with um, the balancing act, but it's something that I've just recently learned um, probably a couple days ago, and that is to be you, unapologetically, authentically you. I think sometimes we get so wrapped up, at least I do, in following top coaches either on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I listen to them on the national wake-up calls, and sometimes – I don't focus on the nuggets that we should be focusing on. I, you know, I hear them say different things and I think, oh my gosh, I should be doing that. Or I should be talking like that. I should be sharing things like that. Now, should we be doing what they're doing? Of course, because success leaves clues. But definitely not exactly like them. Take those nuggets and clues and use them to fit you and your personality. I spent so much time trying to be so much like some of the top coaches that I admire so much that I remember, I'll never forget it, I had one of my friends say to me, do you remember when you used to post funny stuff? And I was like, ugh. There's no reason why I can't do what I do and still be me and be funny. So be you. Everyone is following you because they like you. They want to know about you. There's no reason you can't still be you and be successful. I will never remember. It was a national wake-up call, and I honestly couldn't tell you if it was an old one or a recent one because I, I listen on the podcast all the time. Um, but Lindsay Matway said that someone once told her that she needed to take her faith and her talk about God down a notch when it came to her business. Did she? No. Did it make her less successful? I think her four times in the top ten will answer that question for you. Um, so basically that's all I have for you guys. And I'm going to go ahead and open it up for questions. I posted a post in the event. If you have any questions, go ahead and start posting them there, and I will answer them for you. And while we wait and see if there's any questions, I will tell you guys that um, I don't know if I told you guys what I'm currently reading. So some of the books that I'm reading on Audible right now, and a really good one, um, is so obviously, you know, I read You Are a Badass. But I read, or I'm listening to, I say that all the time, I'm listening to Jillian Michaels' um, Limitless right now, which is really, really good. Um, I like that one. And I have The Go-Giver. And Unleash the Giant Within. Okay, guys, being quiet on me. I don't have any questions. That's sad. Um, I will tell you, so I know I talked about shiny objects and, um, 
it is something that I need to probably put some more time into, especially since Facebook is changing and evolving. I, um, you know, I do try to work on my like page. So that is one thing. Obviously, you know, I, of course, the blog and Instagram and Pinterest and all of those things are all things that I want to work on. But um, the like page, I think, is pretty important, especially since now we can run ads, and that's a great way to get to know new people and create a following. Okay, so what, let's see, what book do you ask your new personally sponsored coaches to read first? Um, so I originally had them read the Danny Johnson book, and now I have them read either The Slight Edge or The Compound Effect. Um, I give them like five that I want them to choose from, but I definitely say the first one needs to be The Compound Effect or The Slight Edge. And then How to Rock Your Networking Biz um, is actually one that I will give them because it is you can buy it in bulk, and it's a great fast read. And I think it's something that kind of helps them put network marketing into perspective for them because a lot of people they to be afraid to be salesy they're afraid to um you know post too much on their facebook page and i don't want my friends to hate me and different stuff like that so that's one that i read but i read but i think the compound effect and slight edge are both books that are going to teach them it's not everything all at once it's those little baby steps and it also helps push that momentum you know that the idea of momentum for them and um I always tell them, too, two other really, really great books that I recommend are Go For No and GoPro. <laughs> what would you tell a coach that wants to go diamond before a summit? That it's ridiculously possible. All you have to do is write it down, tell yourself you're going to do it, and do it. Um, I just told myself I was going to do it, and I believed it with everything I had. I mean, people can do it in 30 days. People can do it in 60 days. People can do it in 90 days. It's been done. Um, I will tell you it's just a matter of increasing your numbers. So talk to as many people as you can while staying consistent, though, because you want to make sure that you're posting on your own page so people see that you're present in your business and your fitness journey so that when you do reach out, they're not like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Um, but just, you know what, invite as many people as possible. And I will tell you when I first started out, and I tell my coaches to do this too, if you're someone who's a little nervous or you think people are going to be like, where in the heck is this coming from, um, use the referral script invite. Um, I can actually post it in the event page if you want later. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with it. But basically it takes that pressure off where it's, it's a message that you send someone. I say, um, you know, hey, I don't know if you realize that I'm a Beachbody coach and I'm looking to expand my team. If you know anybody who would like to, you know, help people, make some extra money from home, and, you know, different stuff like that. And I just say, if you know of anyone, can you let me know? I would be willing to give you a referral, you know, a gift card or something for referring them to me. And I do the same thing with challenge groups, too, offering the, the fitness aspect. So I'll reach out and say, hey, you know, I'm looking for people. I'm running a challenge group or I'm running a test group. I'm wondering if you know of anybody who is looking to lose between 
you know, 10 to 15 pounds or, you know, whatever your numbers want to be. And then you ask for referrals. A lot of times those people will say, oh, um, you know, what about me? Or, yeah, I know of someone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. So that just that kind of takes the pressure off. And I feel like those I can, you know, copy and paste and send a ton of those out. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, let's go. What social media platforms do you use the most? And where do you get most of your customers? Okay, so I use 100% Facebook. When I was following all of the shiny objects, I was all over the place. I was playing around on Google+. I do use Instagram, but I need to be better about it and be more consistent, and I need to clean it up because um, – while my kids are a huge part of my journey and I will keep them, or it, my story, I'll keep them in there, um, I have a 10-year-old daughter who clearly hacks me a lot. She'll take pictures of herself and post it, and she thinks it's really funny, and I have to yell at her and say, Mommy uses this for her business. Um, so I need to clean that up. But I use Facebook. Facebook has always been my place, even when I would you know, dabble in the other social media arenas. I do like Pinterest too, and you can message people and, you know, create friendships there, but I always brought them back to Facebook. That was my, um, you know, my main platform. And where do I get most of my customers? I'll be honest and tell you that I have to think about it. 100% of my customers right now are still warm market customers. And it's because I think before I was a Beachbody coach, I had about 500 Facebook friends. And since then, 1,300. 1,300-ish, and I tag whoever I can in my posts. So I'll tag my husband in my posts. I'll tag my mom. I'll tag my sister-in-law. And then all of their friends see it so that there is that chance if someone is thinking about it or if they are interested in it, they'll reach out to them or maybe they'll reach out to me. And warm market, yes, but then I have started having people comment and like my posts that – are new ads and they're just like friends of friends or they're the people where it's like people you may know. And I will say that it's gotten away from me a little bit because it is, it's a labor of love to reconnect with people and form because those conversations can go on and on and on. Um, So I have been lately getting people who have, you know, been interested in some of my call to action posts and I have to, I find that I have to go to their page and find out more about them before I respond so that I don't look like, I have no idea who they are, um, sadly. So that's another thing, too. You have to make sure you're keeping track and keep, like, a follow-up list. Um, And then (laughs) Garrett asked, how did I become so awesome? Um, I don't really think I'm that awesome, but I guess from my parents, I don't know, or life. (laughs) Life made me awesome. Um, And I'm sorry, I have a cold or allergies going on right now, so I sound stuffy. Um, anything else? Any other questions? And I mean, trust me, I'm not, I am not perfect, you guys. I've failed so many times. I get really crazy busy and I will sometimes, I, one of the goals that I have this year, my, my coaches will tell you is to be not present, not consistent, but I have to not cancel on them so much. Um, I will reschedule all the time because things come up. And I just have found, like, forget it. I just have to do it. We do our Zoom calls. I look like a hot mess. I have my kids jumping in, waving at them and trying to take over. And you know what? Just just do it. Don't 
don't wait till tomorrow because tomorrow you don't even know if you're going to be here tomorrow. So do it today. Um, don't make it pretty. Don't worry about any of that. Just get into it. You know, just post and see what happens because that's the only way you're going to learn. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, I get this a lot. What would you tell a coach that tells you she's constantly rejected and her current platform doesn't seem to work for him or her? Um, okay, I would say that a lot of people will tell you to work on the um, how to avoid objections. And for me, I just take it – I will definitely respond to them a little bit and ask them more questions on why they're saying no. Or, you know, if someone says, oh, that's too expensive, I'll say, well, why do you think it's expensive? I actually think it saves me money. You know, Shakeology is $4 a meal. That's cheaper than a Starbucks. Or, I, okay, perfect example. Tonight we had pork chops and green beans and broccoli, and I fed a family of five, and it was still probably $25, five bucks a serving. Shakeology is still cheaper, and I know it's healthier for me and my kids. Like, I can't get enough nutrients and vitamins from the meal I ate tonight than I can get in Shakeology. So I will do that just because I think a lot of times people say no, and it's because they don't know. So I just make sure that I am giving them as much information as I can. But I don't try to do the avoid objections because I know that no means not right now. Um, so I let them come back later. And I just say, oh, you know what, that's fine. It doesn't work right now. Maybe later I'll check in with you. Do you care if I check in with you in 30 days or whatever it is? I ask them. And then usually they say yes, and I put them on my follow-up list. So I tell my coaches that if someone is constantly or if everyone is rejecting you, then you need to go out and find more people. And Lindsay is one of those people. She won't talk to you. She'll just keep responding, find more people, find more people. And she's right because here's the bottom line. If you think it's not working for you or if everyone's telling you no, you're not talking to enough people. I can honestly 100% say, and sometimes I'll cringe when I see Lindsay's name come up as a text on my phone because I'm like, crap. She's going to be like, hey, how's recruiting going? I have to be honest, and I have to say I sucked this week. Lindsay, I sucked, and I know what I need to do, and I just didn't do it. We have to be honest with ourselves. And the biggest thing I can tell you about coaches and them giving you excuses is, I'm a sucker for I wanted to get to Diamond so fast, and I wanted, even now, I still, I want to be Star Diamond. I want to be two star, three star. I want all of that so bad, but it's not worth it if you have to chase somebody. So make sure you're not talking your coaches into coaching more than it's right for them, if that makes sense. So you don't want to give up on somebody, but if it's someone that you're making it seem like it's going to be easier than it is, you're going to have to let them go, let them figure it out. Um, and the current platform not seeming to work for them, I would actually wonder what they're using then because pretty much everything we have allows you to have a conversation with people, and it's also a matter of is she reaching out to a warm or cold? Okay, Facebook, no way. Facebook is like I would look at how many um, Facebook friends she currently has and then or he, I'm sorry, and see if maybe they are not adding enough people, if the quality of people that they're adding, because that's another thing too. People end up in Facebook jail all the time because they're just ad, 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 ad. I try to be a little bit um, methodical about it, and I look at the person, and I see like if if they look to be the age range I'm interested in, you know, the person I want to work with. If they look like they went to high school or college within the same amount of time I did. Do they have kids? Do they look like they like fashion? You know, try to look at who you're adding 
because otherwise you're really just adding people. You know, you don't want to add, I don't want to discriminate, but I was going to say you don't want to add like an 85-year-old man who, you know, likes to play bingo if that's not something you're into. So I'm not really discriminating, but you know what I mean. So there's really no way that Facebook isn't working for her. I wonder if maybe she needs to learn a little bit more about Facebook. I would suggest having her look up some of the YouTube videos about um, building your Facebook affinity and, um, you know, give him or her, I keep saying her, I'm really sorry, give them the recommendation that they need to go through their friends list and make sure that they're commenting, liking pictures, posts, and do that suggestion that I said. Go back, have him or her reach out and reconnect to old friends five a day. And every day keep adding on. So Monday, you start Monday. Reach out to five old friends on Monday. Then on Tuesday, reach out to five more. And it's going to get hard because at the end of seven days, there's going to be 35 conversations going on. But that alone is going to increase the affinity. And then something me and my team do is we actually all, we try to make it a point to like each other's posts or comment on it. Just liking it helps, but then that just seems kind of generic. We'll literally go in and say something. If, you know, they post something about the 21-day fix, we'll go in and say, this was a game-changing program for me, or I just started this workout and I absolutely love it. When we're commenting on theirs, it's boosting them up in people's news feeds. So maybe give those recommendations, you know, help them out on learning more about Facebook. Maybe that's what they mean about it not working for them, or they're just making excuses, honestly. Anything, anyone else? I'm really liking you. You just keep asking me all these questions. I'm like, okay, keep me busy. I will say, too, that I have spent a lot of time um, wishing that I worked from home. I make excuses. Those are just excuses. I'll say things like, well, of course so-and-so is successful. It's all they do is Beachbody. But you know what? Anyone who's working full-time actually is at an advantage right now because you can schedule your time. You can get a solid power hour in at lunchtime or at night, and it makes you focus. You have to. Because if you don't, you know, what are you going to do? I know if I were home, I would probably be cleaning out the dishwasher or doing laundry or, oh, the TV's on. Like, there's so many distractions. If you don't have that option, you just have to focus. So it's probably really good to start out that way because then once you are home, you can schedule your day and put a 40-hour business, 40-hour work week into, you know, a couple hours each day. Okay, we're getting to like 9.22, 10.22 Eastern. So um, if there's no other questions, I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. But I really, really, really want to thank you guys so much for taking time out to listen to me tonight. And I really hope that you have at least learned one thing. If there's anything that you think of after the call, feel free to send me a message or post in here. I'm happy to answer it. And I hope you guys all have a really good night and a really good Beachbody week since this is the first day of the week. So have a good one, guys. Thanks.